Hello. Welcome back to my podcast, Learning to Love Yourself. I first want to start out being really honest with you. Something that I'm trying to really work on with myself is not worrying about what other people think about me. I'm really hard on myself. I expect myself to be perfect or to present something perfectly the first time. And I have to apologize because I feel like that's what I did with my first episode. I wanted it to be so perfect. I wanted to have the perfect intro and I wanted to go perfectly, right? Which was fine. It was good. But as I've listened to it again, and I've asked for advice, the advice that I got and the feelings that I had didn't coincide with my first recording. The purpose of this podcast was for me to be authentic, for me to share my story and maybe, hopefully, reach at least somebody. I went through a really hard thing in my life, and in the process of it, all I really wanted was somebody to be there for me somebody that understood me, somebody that had been through something similar who could guide me, who could walk beside me, who, who could be there for me to lean on, somebody as a reference frame so that when I was having a hard day or I thought I was going crazy in my head, I could call them up and say, hey, is this normal? Is this phase normal? Is this anger normal? Is this sadness normal? Why do I feel so alone? Why isn't this pain going away? I'm trying everything. I needed somebody, something. I had people along my path who thankfully did the best that they could. And I am so grateful for them. I'm so grateful to those people who have been there for me, who have loved me. I feel like there are people out there who have real struggles like I did and do. I know that people are out there. I felt really sad because anytime I asked for a resource It's like as though those people were around me, but I couldn't find anybody willing to share their story. I couldn't find anybody willing to be the resource that I needed. I felt and still feel that what I went through I can be an asset for another person. I can be there for somebody 
like I didn't have. That's what I want to do. That's the purpose of this podcast. I don't want another person to feel alone like I did. I don't want somebody going through an affair. Someone who goes through a separation and a divorce. Someone who has to parent children alone. Someone who has to find themselves again and do it all alone. I want to be a resource for someone where they can feel safe to turn to me or turn to this podcast and be able to say, yes, I understand. I get that. I have felt that. I struggle with that. And maybe just take from what I have experienced and maybe it helped them a little bit. At least that's my hope in this podcast. I want to be more real. I want to be more authentic and not worry so much about the structure of this podcast. If it's going to sound perfect, if it's going to go perfect, did I say something wrong? Did I pause too long? How's my intonation? How's my fluctuation? Am I redundant? I want to be real. I want to be real as though we are friends and we are sitting side by side, having a conversation about life, about experiences, laugh together, cry together, be best friends. So that is where I want to come, come to you today in this podcast. I am going to read a few things because I feel like I don't, what I'm reading, I don't want to change because it was raw and real in the moment. But I promise to come back to sharing my thoughts and my feelings and not just reading off a script. So although my first episode sounded a bit robotic, because I typed everything out in hopes that I would say everything that I really wanted to say, it did not come across the way that I felt is the meaning and the purpose of this podcast. So today, my focus is going to be on one of the first major pivotal moments in the pain that I was struggling with, specifically the pain that I was struggling with. We'll start from there. As I look back on my phone, on my pictures, on my notes, journalings, I saved a lot of quotes over the over the years. Quotes that really resonated with me. And so I would like to, with every podcast, share a quote that goes along with what I want to talk about for the day. So this specific quote came from the Dalai Lama. And this is what he said. 
When our minds are clouded by hatred, selfishness, jealousy, and anger, we lost not only control, but also our judgment. I was clouded by anger and judgment and jealousy and hatred. At times, I still am. This isn't a situation that I'm going to share with you where it was an end-all, be-all, where it fixed me, where now I'm perfect and everything's great. No, no, no. This situation that I went through was pivotal, but I have to practice it every day of my life. Some days, I do better than others. And some days, not so well. Let me share with you this experience that I had. I remember... So let me back up a little bit. I struggle from depression. I don't tell very many people about it. Because, you know, I have that attitude of, I can fix me, you know, again, worrying about what people think about me. But I'm, like I said, I'm going to be honest and open with you. I struggle with depression. I have since the age of 16, when I had my first bout of it. I've seen doctors. I've taken medication. I've talked about it. I struggle. But I look for help in that struggle. So knowing that I struggle with depression, this specific day, I had been in an episode of depression for a few days. I was so low and I was so sad and I was so broken. So I went for a walk, trying to implement little tools that I had learned from counseling and talking with other people, how to deal with depression, how to manage it. I went for a walk. I remember specifically where I walked to. It was a long road, open fields on both sides, two-way street, no sidewalk really, so on dirt I was walking. Had to be careful not to get too close to the road because like I said, there's no sidewalk. But I just went for a walk, I walked. Walking helps me, hiking helps me, get some fresh air get my thoughts going, let myself feel my emotions. So as I walked, I just decided to put my emotions out on a note in my phone. So I picked up my phone, opened my note application, and started dictating whatever came to my mind. So I'd like to share with you what I wrote because I've kept it. This is what I wrote. I feel so broken, dead most days. How do I put these pieces back together again? I didn't break me, he did. 
When there is so much injustice in the world, I feel as though I should hold it all inside. But I can't. I fight. I fight with myself. I fight for justice. I fight to be whole. But will I ever? What little hope I have inside barely keeps me holding on. Why is this life so unfair? Why does this have to be my injustice? Why do I complain? Why won't anyone really listen? All I am is a broken record. Am I that broken that all I create is a protective shield that is impenetrable? I try. I try so hard to rid myself of my fear, my pain, my sadness, my anger. But I see no end. No end to this pain. Why do we not listen? Why do we protect ourselves from complete vulnerability? Is it that we grow up giving ourselves yet feel no return? Sorry, I wrote, is it that we grow up giving of ourselves yet feel no return? Temporary. That's how relationships feel. I'm trying. All I want to do is give up. I want the pain to go away. Will it ever go away? After writing this, or thinking these thoughts and putting it out and having my phone dictated in my notes section, it was around that time, I don't think specifically that night, maybe a few nights later, I found myself still struggling, still stuck in this place of pain and sorrow, anger, sadness. I was sitting on my bed. It was late at night. Everyone was asleep. And I start sobbing like a baby. Sobbing the pain. This pain that I felt over and over again, year after year, day after day, month after month. Truly felt like I had lost a loved one, as though somebody had died. My counselor once told me, divorce is like death, only that person didn't really die, right? And yet you still have to live with the pain of that loss something to that that's how this pain was for me I don't believe I was yet divorced at this point but and maybe I was it's all a blur now but I remember sobbing and sobbing and curling up in the fetal position on my bed and it would go from low sobbing to out loud crying and shaking and holding myself and just letting it all out. It was that really ugly cry. (laughs) 
red swollen eyes, snot everywhere, no swollen, could hardly breathe, right? I'm sitting on my bed, going through these waves of emotions. It must have gone on at least for an hour. Then, this is where my pivotal moment happened. My thoughts, which is where I was stuck for, for years, focused on what happened to me. Why me? This victim mentality. To, I started thinking about these memories from my past. It was playing across my mind like I was sitting on a couch watching a movie. It was playing out right in front of me. And my focus, you know, as you're sitting and watching a movie, you hone in on one person or one thing or one feeling. You hone in on that and you focus on that and you don't notice anything else around you. That's how the situation was for me. I focused in on me, on these memories. And I started to think about how come I didn't recognize anything that was going on around me? Why didn't I recognize his kindness? How was I so blind to who he really was? Why was I so invested in just me and my emotions that I failed to see the positive, the good things, the beautiful things about those experiences. And then it hit me like a ton of bricks, crushed me in a good way. I started to feel sorrowful for my behavior for my actions, for what I did and did not do that caused a lot of the pain. I don't excuse what he did and his choices, but at this point I was taking responsibility for mine, me. I was able to recognize what I could have done better in those moments, what I should have recognized in those moments, but I didn't. That pain shifted from being a victim to taking responsibility. I cried, but it was a different cry. I felt pain, but it was a different pain. It was the pain I caused, the pain I could change, the pain I was responsible for. And then I started to out loud say how sorry I was. How sorry I was for the pain that I caused. How sorry I was that I failed to see who he really was. And that was a changing point for me. It wasn't 
an overnight change. It was a slow change. Almost like I was this, it was almost like this ice cube was around me and I was slowly unthawing to reality. It takes time, right? But that's what I needed. I needed that pivotal moment to shift from being a victim of my situation to taking responsibility for myself in the situation. Asking for forgiveness for my part in it. And that's when I can start, I started letting go of the pain. I started letting go of the why me? How could it happen to me? And I started letting go of that pain. I could feel these wounds that I'd been carrying for years slowly close up and scar over. I'm grateful for those scars, though. They're a reminder to me. Because as I face situations similar to that, where I can find myself being a victim and saying, how could that happen to me? Why are they? And how could they? And then I say, oh yeah, Jenny, look at those scars. Remember what you went through. Do you want to live in that pain for years? Or do you want to remember what you learned from that situation Take responsibility for your part. Be more kind and loving and gentle and merciful towards other people and yourself so that you can have peace and love in your life. So, I had a similar situation just last night. I'd been thinking about the last few days. What are things that I need to do more of in my life? And what do I need to get rid of in my life? What doesn't do me any good? And yesterday, I was exposed. I was vulnerable and I was very emotional, as I always get when I'm very exposed. And once again... As I was going through trying to find a quote for this podcast, I looked back at my pictures, memories, memories of my past. And once again, I was reminded of the things that I failed to see in those moments, the beautiful moments to really see people and things as they as they were and i felt sorry i truly feel sorry for taking advantage of situations and people for failing to see the beauty in them and just loving them how they are 
all of them, their weaknesses, their strengths. That's what I want. I want somebody to love me for me. Good, bad, weaknesses, strengths. And that's what I continue to learn with this experience is that I need to do that with other people. And I feel sorry. I feel bad. But I'm grateful for that pivotal night. As I lay on my bed sobbing. That I realized that I didn't need my circumstances to change. I needed to change. So as you can see, I still learn this lesson over and over again. I still learn from this lesson. I'm still working on it. I am a work in progress. But I am grateful that I have been awakened to the reality of life, to myself, to other people, because I can be more gentle with myself and with other people. I'm able to love myself and to love others and be more kind because of this experience that I had and continue to have. I'm able to look past people's imperfections and faults and see them for who they are. I would like to share a general story as the as I want to be very sensitive to the people I talk about in this podcast, so I'm going to keep it very general because I don't want to hurt anybody. I just want to share and be an asset. So, I am a nurse, and I get the opportunity to be around people in the most vulnerable stages of their lives. I see people at their worst, and sometimes at their best. And when people are faced with situations that shorten their lifespan... Or their life is coming to a close. They get, you see people full of emotion. I see people who cry and who get angry. And sometimes they take it out on you as a nurse. Not intentionally, but because they feel lost in the situation. And if anything, I feel like we as people, though our stories are not exactly alike, 
there are similar threads and there are the emotions it's the emotions that I can empathize with feeling out of control and then feeling angry and feeling sad feeling like a victim of your circumstances and that's what I try to lean into with my patients having compassion for them because I can have compassion for myself because I remember feeling lost and alone and fearful and sad and angry and why me and so I try and I'm not I am not good at doing this a lot of times I have to be in a place in my head where I am reminded but most times I do try as I'm around my patients when they're in that most vulnerable stage to just sit with them just listen put my hand on their shoulder and tell them that I know those emotions and that it is okay to feel them it's okay to be sad and to be angry and to give them a hug and tell them that I am there for them that I will help guide them and direct them that anytime they need to talk I will be there to listen because that's what I needed I needed people there in my life to just listen to me I feel like we all have it within us to find ourselves, to find our truth, to learn and to grow and to be better. And I feel like it is my duty in my job and in life to just be a person who can be there for another person who can listen who can be a shoulder for somebody to cry on and to share my story to share my failures and successes and to show that there is hope there is hope for change there is hope for peace and there is hope for love I hope you continue to stick with me as I share more of my journey on learning to love myself. In the upcoming podcast, I'd like to share about moments that I really leaned into loving myself and I felt really happy and full and how I'm trying to get back there again. 
So thank you for taking the time to listen today. I hope you have a wonderful day.